And we're back for another episode of Startup Hustle, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. If you want to start, own, or build a business, then you're in the right place. We bring you the real truth about what it's like to take something from concept to launch, from growth, innovation, experience, failing, or winning big, we've got you covered. So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by Fullscale.io. And we're back, back for another episode of Startup Hustle. Matt DeCourcy here to have another conversation I'm hoping helps your business grow. SEO. Everyone's heard those three letters. What does it stand for? Search engine optimization. There's a lot of opinions. There's a lot of old school stuff that still works. There's a lot of new school stuff you need to be aware of. We're going to talk all about that in today's episode Startup Hustle, which is powered by Fullscale.io. Hiring software developers is difficult and Fullscale can help you build a software team quickly and affordably and has the platform to help you manage that team. Go to Fullscale.io to learn more. With me today, I've got Kevin Roy. and Kevin is the founder and CEO of Green Banana SEO. If you want to learn more about what they're what they're doing, just scroll on down. There's a link in the show notes for Green Banana SEO. It's right next to the Fullscale link straight out of Beverly, Massachusetts. Kevin, welcome to Startup Hustle. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, and I'm looking, you know, this is a, always a fun topic. I'm, I'm, I'm old enough to remember the Wild West days of SEO and um, have been subjected to a penalty here or there. So I've, I've experienced the good and the bad. And um, for those of you that uh, want to catch up, or if you have a copy of my uh, my book, Million Dollar Bedroom, there's a section in there called How to Think Like a Search Engine. So uh, we'll see if any of that stuff still flies. But Kevin, why don't we just start our conversation today with a little bit about you and your backstory? Sure. So I, I do miss the old days when you can throw all the uh, important keywords and you know, oh, yeah. make them you know, six Fs so it hides in the background. But those those days are gone a long, long time ago. So Green Banana SEO, this is our 16th year. We, uh, we actually started off as a web dev shop and um, we we're starting to get asked about um, clients that were asking for SEO. About 14 years ago, we got into search engine optimization and we did it like everybody else, which is time and materials. And um, we build people for the work that we did and did all the, these presentations. And I remember doing a, a presentation for a boardroom uh, that we had been for a client we've been working with for about a year. And I, I spent all night putting all these you know, presentations together, brought it to everybody. They didn't even look at it. And they said, what, what did we hire you for? And uh, this was a client that we had done web work for that we had a really good trusting relationship with. And I started to realize that there's so much information about SEO and it's so convoluted and can be really confusing that in the middle of the meeting, I said, how about this? We get you ranked on page one for the keywords you pick. If we don't rank you, don't pay us. If we rank you, pay us. But I'm not doing this report anymore. And they said, great. So I left thinking I either made a massive mistake um, or this could be something that works. And that's really what 90% of our clients are, are performance-based SEO. Um, the secret is, is no secret. We just, if we, um, we think we have a really good chance at ranking something, we'll work with a client and say, if we 
you know, rank you, you pay this. If we don't rank you, you don't pay. If you lose your ranking, you don't pay. We don't do anything sneaky. We just follow the rules and it seems to work. You know, you say mastering page one SEO and, uh, you know, so you're going to have to be in the top 10 search results for various right. keywords on Google. Let's be realistic, mm -hmm. folks. It's all Google. Right. Um, and you know, with that, that's a, that's really crowded space. Cause there's a lot of people out there competing for it. Um, you know, when we talk about like page one SEO, I mentioned, I have a section in my book, million dollar bedroom and, and had some experience back in, in the olden days. Um, you know, I, I also experienced the ups and downs of doing things that aren't all white hat. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, I'd say from my own experience, I wasn't doing this through an agency, but, you know, be careful about who you work with. Find, you know, find people that have 16 right. years of experience and stuff like that, because, um, you know, it, it, everything, you know, things have changed over the years, although I still find that I think I'm on 15 years of doing this myself. And I've noticed that a lot of the stuff that 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 there are some core ingredients to SEO that still work. 16 years later, and they've kind of just become the foundation of it. Like when we get into page one SEO, like where do you start when it comes to, to all of it? I mean, so you're right that a lot of the old things um, do still work. And I would say that because we're an agency and because we work with clients, we can't do all the fun black hat stuff. I know no. about them. I, I have friends that do it, but uh, they always laugh at me because I have clients and they don't have clients. So you can you know, black hat a site for affiliate. And if it gets tanked, then you just build another one with, we don't have that luxury when, when we have clients. So we have to be careful and make sure that we follow the rules. Um, before I, I talk about where to start, I, I think to, to sort to dovetail back into what you had mentioned about how a lot of things are the same. If you think about, uh, Google's job is to return relevance and, how many ways can you tweak relevance and still continue it, have something be relevant, right? There's only so many ways you can say, um, best deep dish pizza in Manhattan. And Google has, you know, 800 to 1100 algorithm changes a year. Do you think people are making 800 to 1100 changes? And if they did, how could you still be relevant? How can you change it that much and still maintain relevance? So for us, the first thing that we start with is the keyword phrase. Like what keyword phrase do you want to rank for? If clients um, get confused or they, or they don't want to pull the trigger on an SEO deal, we just we push them into an AdWords campaign because we can get them on page one in two days and then see if that keyword works or it doesn't work. Um, once they have the keyword, then we go and see who's ranking for that keyword phrase. And we look at the aggregate data of everyone who's ranking and try to do a little bit more of what everyone else has. So one of the things that that we look at and a lot of seos that that i get to speak with look at is that google will show its mystery in plain sight so if you google something there's a reason that everyone's ranking on page one and they all have um a lot of commonalities that that make their page more relevant for that or how many links that go to their site um, that are specific to that so that's that is generally it. There's also a site health component that I think is really important. Um, if, you know, if the site doesn't work on mobile, Google is going to, they're not going to reward you um, for the, you know, for that. If the site doesn't have an SSL, they're not going to 
it's going to be harder to climb with that. If it takes 15 minutes to load, Google's going to kind of ding you for that, but you got to fix all that stuff anyways, to give the user a good experience. So when people call and say, how, how much does site load speed matter to SEO? It's a component. It's not a huge component, but it matters to everyone else that uses your site. So you got to do it anyways. Yeah. Well, there's, I, when I look at SEO, I, you know, as mentioned, I, I had some experience with this and I'll give a little bit of background. So, oh man, 2009 ish, uh, just started building websites. I was in the ticket business, like event tickets at the time. And, you know, we were marketing affiliate sites and marketplace type transactions. And, uh, you know, as, as mentioned at the top of the show, you could get away with a lot of stuff then. There was a lot of tricky little things. Uh, the search engine algorithms weren't quite as sophisticated as mm -hmm. they are now. Uh, there was also more search engines, you know, that like yeah, Google yeah. kind of took the whole thing the whole pie on that in like, fact like us and yeah <laughs> yeah well yeah you yeah, also yeah. ask jeeves and yeah. yahoo and, yeah. and you know i mean yeah. there was, they were out there msn yeah. aol yeah. i mean yeah that's how old we are yeah. um but but with that you know as mentioned in my book there's a few there's a few technical things that are they're not even that technical they're basic things and i i like to i say i find myself saying think like a search engine a lot so search engines are are mildly predictable in that regard mm -hmm. like yeah. you have a web page and that page has a title it has a description it has some headers it has some content and it can also have some other components in it images or videos mm -hmm. or things like that and as you mentioned google's job is to put you on top of a relevant useful page Right. Like give you the answers that you're looking for. In my opinion, I've always felt that you have if you have a well-rounded. So so if you want to be. All right. So I, I just purchased a farm property and I have mm -hmm. been Googling away, Kevin. I have mm -hmm. been using local search, organic yeah. search, paid yeah. search to. F and man, I, I got to, you know, and I look at a lot of people's stuff and I'm like, oh, man, this is terrible. Um, but with that, like if you want to be found for deck contractors, mm -hmm. you should have that in your page title. Right. I mean, yeah. so one of the things I, I always say to people is that Google's job is, is to really keep people using Google, right? So oh, yeah. they want to, they're going to reward relevance because if you Google the word basketball, Wikipedia outranks the NBA usually because that page, not, not, the website, but the page is more relevant to the keyword phrase basketball yeah. um, than any other page on the internet. So that's, um, you always want to remember that, that Google just wants people to keep using it. So if, so trying to, trying to trick them isn't going to work as effectively as we are the most important page. We have the most complete information about deck building in, you know, Topeka than anybody else does. Yeah. And, you know, so with that, the, you know, and I, we don't have to get too far into it, but I mean, these, these are basic things about a web page, whether it's a landing page, a homepage, a blog page, any of that, and that title and, and what your URL known as your URL slug, what comes after the forward slash, I still find, cause you know, at full scale, we, we still, we publish, you know, four to six blogs a week and we use mm -hmm. these same exact uh, formula that I was using 15 years ago. Now I mentioned getting penalized at one point. I wrote about that in my book too. Um, I think with SEO, it's real easy to get greedy and a hurry. And mm -hmm. 
um, want to take shortcuts. Uh, I had gotten to the point where I had taken a lot of shortcuts. So at one point, my ticket site ranked number one for the term Justin Bieber tickets. Wow. wow. Ticketmaster was second. And, wow. you know, now here's the thing in 2009, when that was our 2010, when that was occurring, I actually developed a fear that he would announce a tour because he didn't. And I was worried it would just crash my website for days. Wow. Uh, because that was before cloud computers, stuff like that. But we did that through some black hat stuff. You know, you remember Paul and Angela links mm-hmm. maybe and where, you know, they send you, you could, you could build your own anchor text links and stuff like that. And right. then uh, we, we probably got penalized for that. And then also caught a duplicate content uh, penalty because we had learned that within our blog, we could add tags that mm-hmm. we're creating duplicate pages basically. But at the time URL, the URL, Google loved that. So I went right. from, I went from like a couple grand a day and truly passive income to nothing yeah. in a 10 day Overnight. period. And yeah. I mean, I think about that folks for, you know, 60, 50 to 75 grand a month, mm-hmm. which feels like it's on cruise control. And that's where I say you get greedy. You're like, Oh, this is working here. Do it again. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. After I got penalized on that site, it never came back. There was nothing that I, I mean, there was nothing. I ruined that brand. So yeah. it, it, I ruined my brand at the time and had to go back and kind of build some different stuff around it. Um, that's where, like I said, like that's, I think when we talk about page one SEO, I think maybe my first advice is don't get, don't get greedy much like building a business page one SEO comes with time. It takes, and, and, and if you're not doing it in in the appropriate amount of time, that's a big red flag for search engines too. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And if you, if you're, if people aren't sure what, what greedy means, go with your gut and, oh, yeah. and think about like yeah. if, all if your site has 150 links, and then on Friday it has 25,000, Google's going to say, "How did they get 150 in you know four years?" And they just got 25,000. It doesn't make sense yeah. unless so those all come from like the highest trust websites. And exactly. Real like reason. yeah, if you made it on page one of you know you know Fox, CNN, uh, yeah. New York Times, then that's going to make sense, right? But it's still not going to be from you know if you buy something on Fiverr they're probably going to get lazy and throw it up on a PBN with one uh, um, IP address. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about that for a second, Kevin, because like, and and in my book, I kind of pick on SEO people a little bit. Now you've got a professional operation, 16 years in business, but man, there are a lot of people out there that are, I, I, and please don't take this the wrong way. It's already in the book, so I can't unquote myself, but I say the term SEO expert for many as an oxymoron. Because like you mentioned, like you have friends that are good at SEO, but a lot of those folks, if you're really good at it, like you kind of, you kind of pivoted into a service offering, but the people I know that have been the most brilliant at SEO aren't actually selling the services all the time. Right. Right. They've at least had a period in which they kind of did it for themselves. And then, you know, that has ups and downs. Because as you mentioned, thousands of algorithmic changes, what works today might put you in the shitter tomorrow. Right. Right. And you know, dude, that it, was, by the way, that was the one of the most heart wrenching feelings I'd ever had was going from a couple grand a day passive to almost yeah. nothing. Yeah, like, that's tough. Yeah, I mean, it was it was it was uh, it, it it made me want to throw up. Yeah, I hear you. Um, I mean, so uh, the um, my friends that are in SEO that don't have agencies all make fun of me. 
So I happen to like talking with people and talking and have clients. And we also run lots of other services like AdWords and Facebook and LinkedIn and, you know, web dev. So, so that really goes in nicely with it. Um, but the, the, it, you know, what's black hat and what's not, if you follow the rules with Google, it might take you a little longer to rank, but it's also like, I don't lose sleep over an algorithm stick, change yeah. because I'm not, I'm not trying to do something because we really can't do it for clients and you can't do it with pay for performance SEO because when Google figures it out, I can't lose all my revenue overnight. Yep. So it's just easy. So even though it takes longer to, to rank and longer to climb, um, you know, save the, you know, the fun, scary black hat stuff for sites that you own, that you can, you're not going to freak out if you take down and there, that well, aren't there, making you $2,000 a day. There, there's been, well, and $2,000 yeah. a day is nothing yeah, compared right. to what there's been a couple big, big, like publicly traded brands. Okay. So I remember, gosh, this was probably like 2020, like 2011, 2012, JC Penney's got hammered by Google because they were running an exploit where they would pay a cut. So the .edu domains were highly trusted and did really yeah. well. And a lot of people had like, a lot of those had like a little kind of blogging component or something yeah. where you could make a page. And JCPenney's was paying college students, giving them 50 and $100 gift cards to literally copy and paste the copy that they provided. And, and so it was linking like to like links that said like blue jeans wow. and stuff like that. Google figured that out either algorithmically or manually and just hammered them. And when you get penalized put, folks, you don't just move down a couple spots, you're gone. You just don't yeah, show up. Yeah. In the listings. yeah. And uh, you agree. want to talk about the impact of that, that same day that came out, I think, and not, not like JC Penney's is a massive growth stock here in 2023, but at the time they were still relevant. Their, their right. stock price cut itself in half, like the same yeah. day that came out. Because if you are at the top, I mean, think about all that organic traffic and what's that, what that's worth. Now, uh, where I kind of want to roll into this is like, I got to imagine you talk to clients. I think if you want to master page one SEO, you got to have realistic expectations. Like if I show oh, up right. in your office, I'm like, I want to rank first on my brand new website for the term blue jeans. Yep. I don't have to run green banana SEO to say that's not happening anytime soon. <laughs> Right. We, we right. say, you know, what? we have an AdWords program for that. I can get you on page one tomorrow with Google AdWords with SEO. Buckle up because it's going to take a long time. Yeah. So like here in 2023, where there's a lot of people that have 20 year head starts on us. Right. I mean, could you even get if you want? I mean, that that sounds to me like an impossible task on some it, things like the idea of ranking number one for Justin Bieber tickets again over Ticketmaster. Right. And and his website feels really improbable. I mean, if someone has, if someone has a million links and you want to get those legitimately, oh, that can you need take, to yeah. think about how long that's going to take and what that's going to cost. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So, uh, if someone called and said, get us on, you know, do a pay for performance program for Justin Bieber tickets, we wouldn't take that on. Or we'd say, you know, it's going to cost you this. And then they wouldn't call us back. <laughs> right, so, right. Well, and here's yeah, the thing yeah. is, and, and thank you, uh, Biebs for being our example yeah. here, but there's a, I mean, that's one, there's like a, an encyclopedia of keywords that right. are, I mean, realistically, like you could end up in there. Now let's talk about the depreciation, the depreciating nature 
of the front page for organic. Cause I, I read, I don't know if this is still the case, but like 70% of searchers will click the first result. It's like 40 mm-hmm. and like 15 or something low like that for even right. the third spot. So right. if you want to master the first page, you got to begin to master the first five, preferably the first three. Everyone wants right. to be number one. That's not always possible, but I mean, there's a, there's a big, a big decline in the results and it, it being spot 10, isn't so great, even if you're no, on the, the inspot 10 is, is a, is a win, but you have to, you absolutely have to push it up. But what usually get, if you make it to, to spot 10, then it's usually links that push you up from there on maybe, you know, uh, maybe a few tweaks. Well, I, and I want to talk about something that I guarantee everyone listening can get on the fir- first page for if done well. Uh, before I do that, I want to remind everyone that finding expert software developers doesn't have to be difficult. It's the same way with expert SEO people. They're, you you got to look hard for them. They're ch- tough to find. But if you go to fullscale.io, you can build a software team quickly and affordably. You can use Fullscale's platform to define your technical needs and see what available developers, testers, and leaders ready to join your team. Go to fullscale.io to learn more. Um, we're talking about mastering the first page. I think one of the things that uh, too many small businesses overlook is the importance of local, just the local mm-hmm. search. Like, you know, I, I mentioned we use deck contractors because I'm, I'm working on building a deck. So I put that in. I put the location of where my property was. And you always get those those three, maybe five results that kind of show on the map. Yeah. Um, I've talked to many of the service providers that have come by and I've had a bunch, once again, a bunch of them. And some of them, the smart ones, ask me how I heard about them. And I say that and they say, shit, I hear that a lot. I hear that a lot. That means it's working because you show up, you're you're relevant and local. Now with that, if you want to fill out, if you want to do the local search correctly, you got the first thing you got to do is go in there and fill out all the spots they have. They give you an option to put up five pictures, put up five pictures, you know, like pick everything. Don't go in and fill out 30% of the listing. Right. Absolutely. And you know, what's another, what's a nice, easy trick is Bing. So do a Google, do a Bing map because Bing, uh, there's a lot of evidence that Google takes some signaling from Bing. Getting on a Bing map is, is a, is a super piece of cake. It's the same exact thing. You can put more stuff up there. Um, but a lot of times we'll do that for a client, like get Bing, even if they don't care about it. Like sometimes we don't even tell them, or I mean, we tell them, but we're not going to charge them for it just to get that up. So it will help the Google map, but you're absolutely right. Filling out that entire thing and then embedding that map into the contact page or the local page, because you're taking Google's favorite link, which is them and putting, <laughs> putting it in your page. The same thing flies for YouTube videos. That's why yeah. I always try to, you know, create little, you know, embed them in and, you know, Hey, cause once again, if you think like a search engine, the search engine is going to like the page that has the most relevant information and let's be realistic. Google's going to like their own shit more than they're going to like someone else's. That's okay too. They're running a business, right? Right. Right. Okay. So, I mean, I think, I think pay, I think, if you're not, if your local search isn't filled out, then I don't think you're serious about mastering page one. I, I've, I've thought about that a lot, Kevin. Like, I mean, can you imagine like how many, how many transactions occur every single day? Cause someone finds a small or even a large right. business in the simple local search. Right. 
house painter near me, lawnmower near me, you know, yep, yep. HVAC, uh, huge, super important. Yeah. And, then, and like, like I said, if you haven't filled that out, you're doing, you're doing something wrong now. Now filling that out isn't always good. I think you still got to run a clean shop and have a great business. Cause I'll tell you what, I've run across a bunch of service providers and, and people that, uh, that, you know, it, anyone that's providing service, but I'm sitting there looking and they've got like a 3.1, they got a 3.1 out of five rating. Yeah. Not impressive. Right. So you got to keep up with that stuff too. Cause just cause someone finds you doesn't mean they're necessarily going to call. Yeah. And the, the review thing, I, I had a, um, a guy call me and said, Hey, uh, someone I'm on the map. Someone did something bad to my site. So I'm not getting any business. And I looked and I'm like, you have, you have a two-star rating. Your reviews yeah. suck. That's why you're not getting business. Um, no one did anything to your website. <laughs> so, yeah. so, but the, the game of, um, reviews is understanding that every 15 that you ask for, you're going to get one. So if oh, you yeah. just make it a habit and keep asking, then in two years, you're not going to have a problem anymore. And you have to have reviews because some, especially if you're in a service-based business, you're going to piss somebody off. Oh yeah. They're, right? So they're going to write a, a review about um, that. They're not happy about something. Um, so yeah, and you don't want that. Business. You don't want that to be one of three total reviews where the other two are from your mom and your sister. Right. You and, and it yeah. will happen. You're, you're in this business. You're going to get, it could just be uh, like, we got a bad review from someone that didn't even work on the account. Like the woman that worked in the account um, got let go. New guy comes on. We don't get along with them. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's yep. the nature of business. Yeah. And that, you know, yeah. uh, I, you know, I'd like to talk a little bit about, about, well, okay. Here, a couple other basics along the way. Don't have shitty content. Mm -hmm. Google's pretty smart. They know like, <laughs> you know, if it has like, I don't know if you're going to write a, a blog article and it's 50 words, eh, I might not like that. It's too thin. They won't even pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. So now when it comes to like overall, like I want to talk a little bit about the long tail. And for those of you that might not know what I'm talking about, picture a graph and on the left side of it, it charts pretty high and then it rapidly begins to decline to the point of maybe just the number one. And then it just kind of goes on for infinity. It looks like a long tail. I have made a living in the long tail. Um, long tail marketing is essentially going is going after the low hanging fruit. Now mm -hmm. we mentioned, could you rank for the term Justin Bieber tickets? Probably not highly, but you might be able to rank for Justin Bieber tickets in Indianapolis or right. something like that. That's a little right. more niche down. I think that the long tail is more relevant than other than ever because. Um, according to Google, people are entering longer, more specific, mm -hmm. and even question-related searches at an all-time high. Uh, right. But that, that, like I said, that long tail, and you know, it just involves a little creativity. We say you're not going to rank number one for the term blue jeans, but you might rank number one for the term blue jeans with a heart on the back pocket or something like that. Now you got to do a lot more work to get those pages out there, but some of that hyper-specific stuff can be really good for things that are at least somewhat unique. It, and that will help you rank your, your higher target keywords. So all ships 
seem to rise with the tide when it comes mm -hmm. to SEO. But you go back to your deck scenario. If you're starting a new deck business and you can't make it on page one for decks, you know, deck builder in, why don't you do like composite decking or composite deck repair in things that you, you know, things that you do, um, deck railing installation. You're going to you're going to have to write content about your deck page. Those those pages are going to go off of that deck page. They're going to go support that page. You start to get wins on that. And I guarantee you that's going to push up your, um, you know, your big, hairy, audacious goal page. Yeah. And, you know, that and and once again, like that's that's hyper specific. Now, I think one of the keys with that is I think a lot of people get back to that shortcuts thing. They're going to want to just make the same page and put like every city in America mm -hmm. in, the, in the title. And you know what? That might work. You also might get yourself in the same boat I got myself in, which is too yeah. much duplicate content. And you can't do that. That, yeah. that is definitely one of the things that search engines hate. Now, I'm curious what your take is on how all this generative AI is going to affect SEO because, you know, here it comes like, I mean, ChatGPT can write me a better blog article mm -hmm. fast, remarkably mm -hmm. faster than I can write it. Uh, what's your, you know, so, oh, wow, that seems great. I can get it to do all this crazy stuff for me. What, what's your take on the generative AI? I mean, it's been out there on some levels, but never quite as as as, as, uh, well, chat GP, try to hit the bottom folks. It's, yeah. uh, it'll give you a lot of, it, it takes a while for chat GPT to be like, no, you asked too much. So I, I have a couple thoughts on that. First of all, I love chat GPT. We use yeah, it here. Um, but what we use it for is to create a framework and then we typically rewrite it. But if you look yeah. at, if I had to write a 2000 word article, normally it would take me two days to do it. Chat does it in, you know, what a couple iterations it does it in you know, like two minutes. Um, but then to rewrite it takes you a few hours. So now I've gone from two days to a few hours. So rather than getting greedy and saying, I'm just going to cut and paste what they put in because it is very predictive. Like I went on the long, uh, you and I are going to go on a long walk on the beach and then it's going to say at night, but we would say we went on a long walk holding, you know, drinking a few beers, um, playing football on the beach. So you want to make it, not as predictive, but my conspiracy theory, um, because it's one of my favorite things, is that I, I like don't. I like conspiracy I, theories. I don't understand how. Roll Google, on, roll on. Think about like, think about how much content. You know what ChatGPT is. Most of the people listening to this, if you haven't used it, you need to use it. But most of the people listening to this have used it. So think about how much content is getting pumped out on the minute by minute basis. I don't think Google can keep up with that. So what's going to, is that, how is that going to impact SEO? Are they going to be able to crawl things anymore? Are they going to hit a crawl budget? I mean, how can they possibly compute the fact that the number of pages that are going into a search engine has gone up by a thousand fold almost overnight? That's what I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around. Yeah. You know, when it comes to GPT, I'll tell you like the use case I'll use it for, you know, if you think about any article or content or whatever it is that you're going to create, you want it to have your voice. You know, if you're now, maybe you're a brand and it's not, it's not as specific to that, but good writing has a good voice. I'll write the actual segues in between where GPT has saved me like just an un crazy amount of time is the research. 
Yep. You know, like, yeah. you, like what are 10 things or 25 of this or, or even just use it as a muse, you know, like, I mean, we'll, we'll be, you know, planning our next flight of, of content articles. And uh, I mean, I asked it recently, I said, what are 25 uh, titles for blogs that a software development company should be writing? That's and it great. Gave me 25 great titles. Actually, yeah. I, we picked do we, 23 of 25 made it to the list. And yeah. there might've been a couple things. Now, please don't be that person. That's like, it only does 90% of what I need it to. If you can find software that does 90% of what you need it to <laughs> on anything you've won. Exactly. You won. There's nothing that does a hundred percent of what you need, unless it just does one very simple thing. Right. And so. you're, you're a hundred percent right. Like, like the example that I gave before is, you know, I, what used to take us four days now takes us four hours. We could do it in two minutes, but we're not. Yeah, you, you go through that extra step in the research part. Like we have, we have fintech clients, we have biotech clients. No one oh, here yeah. knows what T seven DNA ligase is or how to use it. It's it's poop, by the way. But um, it, you put that into chat, and it's going to come out with some stuff. And the client will come back with, "We need to revise this." But who do you have on board that knows this stuff? <laughs> like it's 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 pretty awesome to help you get a good good base. We run into that with our writing team because they're trained to be writers. They aren't trained yeah. to be like uh, technical writers right. for software, which is different. And here's the thing is uh, with our writing team, uh, they're in the Philippines, like met, met all of our developers and testers, mm -hmm. but um, you know, I, had to, I had to kind of force them to try it more because there was a trust factor. They were yeah. worried that it wasn't going to be inaccurate. And I literally said to the team, I said, I don't want to hear anybody else tell me that they, that they don't have, they think that they can somehow do it better. Like, don't tell right. me you don't yeah. trust or believe in the world's most powerful generative AI engine. Right. Like it's still better and faster and more accurate than you will be. Now that said, Definitely yeah. found errors in GPT's yeah. response, but on some of it for like the stuff we write about in the full scale blog, not at all. Right, but you, you can read it though and yeah. see, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Some of it, like if I ask it who I am, uh, and it will, it, it's about 70% accurate. According to GPT though, I founded full scale with another guy I've never even heard of five years before we actually did it. So how it came up with that, no freaking clue. Wow. But yeah, at the same time too, like if you're looking, if you wanted to create content, um, if you ask GPT to write you an article and uh, you can add the phrase in the voice and tone of, and just pick yeah. someone like Gary yeah. Vaynerchuk or whoever. Right. And like, right. you get a variety of things. Like I actually use the Gary V one mainly cause I swear a lot and, kind of pick on some weird topics, but yeah, it'll, it'll give you some unique twists to that. And yeah. And then you kind of go in and rewrite. That's something. a great idea. I, you know, my, I don't think I, I've read some different articles cause we were trying to decide how we wanted to use it with our own content. And there's a lot of people that are like, Oh, Google's going to detect this. Are they like, so, um, like I think they're going to have a hard time keeping up with the volume. That's my um, point. Part of it. it yeah. It, if you read if you read anything from chat, it is super predictive. I think if you go in and massage it enough to make it not predictive, then I don't think you're going to get picked up. Like I, I read an article that 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 uh, chat has a some kind of a pixel or a cookie that they put in. That's crap. 
right? How? You, take, you can't, like, right? You take you it, you can't, right? Exactly, exactly. exactly. Like whoever, in my browser, there's no cookie in there. There's no there in there. Those are no, text. It's, it's text. No, that's just, they just made that up to probably get an article read. Um, yeah, I don't think that exists. But that's my point. It's like, yeah. there's a lot of shit out. Like, no one knows. Yeah. No. no one knows. No. Now, you could very much, once again, put yourself back in that same problem I did with duplicate content. But duplicate content uh, means being either repeating the same page a whole bunch of times or taking someone else's content and posting it. Uh, one of my comments when uh, this has been months now since GPT came out, I said, hey, if we're the first people to publish it, it's not duplicate. Right. So, and, and also think about syndication. You take an article, you put it out on the, the newswire, oh, yeah, it's syndicated yeah. a thousand different places. Is that duplicate content? Because yeah. it's really not. So yeah. in, and if I, you know, I'm a veterinarian and I have 15 offices, do I treat a cat differently in Boston than I do in, um, you know, Minnesota? Right. So there has to be some, I think Google understands that and and gives you a little leeway on some duplicate. Yeah. Well, some of that I think is the strength of your domain. And like, I think that's probably right. where we should move towards kind of wrapping up this episode mm -hmm. a little bit. Cause we teased a little bit with what some of the, you know, the, the basic tenets are, you've got what you see on the page. There's also things you see off the page. I think that having a basic understanding of that is good. Just like what mm -hmm. header tags are and like how to make an anchor text link, meaning like, Google that that stuff's still relevant. I agree with you when I when you said that like page load, like Google doesn't want to give results to pages that don't load. How long no. do you wait for anything to load? Because if your page isn't loading right away, I'm just clicking back and going to the yeah. next one on the list. You're, you're going to get frustrated. Google doesn't want to yeah. reward frustration. They want people to keep using yeah. Google because not everyone's smart and they're going to say it doesn't work because I use Google. That's not the truth, but Google wants to make sure that that doesn't happen. What's the current state in 2023 of the backlink? Like, it's important. Either, is it still? Mm -hmm. Okay, so you have like one. There's little. There's little coding tags in there. Follow and 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 no follow. Mm -hmm. Meaning, like, if you have a no follow tag on the link that points to your site, that's worth nothing almost. No, Google still sees it. I think they, follows better, but Google still sees yeah. it. You know, you probably use Ahrefs. Um, Yep, that's a great that's a great tool to to see what competitors links that have and what ones that you have that actually worked. Um, one of the things that I've noticed is that it takes Google at least a month to see the links. Yeah. Give you credit for it, even if you yeah. see them on Ahrefs before that. Um, but I th I think I think it's an important part. But let's say you're a local a local business and you sponsor your kids softball team link that you know that you know crappy high school website has been kicking around since al gore invented the internet and getting a link from that is actually really good this might be really but good like, yeah yeah little things yeah. like that can like chamber of commerce yeah. like so before you like freak out about link building there's some kind of easy wins if you just think about it yeah well i think some of it too is you know everyone's got a, a, a social account guy. Yeah, I mean, you have a million right. of those things. And, you know, like, like even like LinkedIn, like LinkedIn now has a services offered option that you can fill in that gives you a link to what you sell. And I was able to make mm -hmm. mine say hire software developers. Right. 
Right. Those are good keywords for what yeah. I what we sell. And it's also just good to have on your page and your profile that lead to the same place because that's right. a good thing. You know, like you got to go through and you can definitely do some some basic organic link building with the properties that you already have. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then I think some of the things too, it's like, I don't know, man, I get like, I get like six freaking emails a day wanting link exchanges or like, like this whole co- economy is yeah. come up. It's like, I don't know. I don't respond to any of them. Um, just cause I got other shit to do, but what's the best way to get some links other than like the stuff you already have? Um, I think syndication press, press releases. Okay. Just get, Okay. Yeah. So you could, you could, to, in order to syndicate something, like if I wanted to write an article, so I actually do that. I'm a contributor mm-hmm. at Inc.com and, um, you know, here comes, here come those articles and right. they're linking to different things and that gets syndicated some different places, but you can write a, you can write, uh, an article or a press release, put a couple links in it for probably about a hundred bucks, send that out on a lot of PR newswire yeah. kind of thing. There's a lot of, there's a lot of services that you can use that do that. I don't think you're going to get traffic from that. I think you get traffic maybe from the links and, and like the, the boost. Right. Right. You don't get traffic so, from that. Cause if you're going to spend a hundred bucks on a, on a newswire, they're going to stick them in the back. You're not making the front page of the globe. Or, yeah. you know, but just that, back to the whole idea of tempering your idea of what, what can and could be occurring. All right. So we're here at the end of another episode of startup hustle brought to you by fullscale.io. If you want to hire software engineers, testers, or leaders, full scale can help. We have the people and the platform to help you build and manage a team of experts. Go to fullscale.io. There's a link for that in the show notes. There's also a link to green banana SEO on the way out. I like to, whenever I'm with the founder, I like to do what I call the founders freestyle, give you an opportunity to, uh, say whatever you'd like to say on the way out. We've had people rap, sing, do poetry, and then oh, wow. the most common one, which is just kind of talking about what stood out in our conversation today. <laughs> or so you can I, sing I, that. If you can rap that, then you'll you have that a would be amazing. Person. I yeah, mean, the reason be- the reason I'm in this business is because I can't do anything else. Um, Got so. It. You know, I, I could ask I Chat GPT yeah. to write a rap about <laughs> Google SEO. That would be amazing. It's generating I, I think, it right now. You're in for a good one. But I think my favorite part is we're in, you know we're in such alignment about it, it. It's clear that you've been doing SEO for a long time, um, and the questions that you asked were were great. Um, I would say, um, I don't know. I I I would say a more phil- philosophical thing that's not SEO related is that. Um, I've been doing this for a long time. Every single time I have a plan to succeed, it never happens the way I think every single time. So it's one of the hardest things to do for me for for growing and expanding a business is that nothing is predictable. Things always come out, seem to come out well, but it never, ever happens the way that I think it's going to happen. And I think the more that I can internalize that, the easier life is, right? You you mentioned my uh, for my free sell. I'd say you know I I hear what you're saying. I I have done SEO a long time ago. I haven't done SEO quite honestly in in in, in years. Um, the constant changing of the algorithms and all of that, like I'm telling you, it's really deflating to do a whole lot of work and do a lot of stuff, and then that works, and then you feel like it all get on, got undone. Um, and I've yeah. had that. 
you know, I've had that happen a couple right. times. And with that, like, I'm like, ah. So uh, you're familiar with the Pareto principle, right? 80, 20 oh, yeah. rule. Oh yeah. So, um, 80% of the, those changes, um, are things you don't need to worry about because they're oh, yeah. trying to catch the bad guys from doing things you're not supposed to do. So don't do what you're not supposed to do. You only have to worry about 20%. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, and you know, there's, I mean, over, overall, I think that what's important though is, you know, build a good foundation, do the basic things. Like if you want to be on page one, you got to do the basic stuff. It's like the very first thing that Kevin said is like, we're going to look at a client. We're going to go and look and see who's ranking for those keywords. We understand what our target market is, what we're trying to find, having reasonable expectations, seeing what other people that are doing that that's working. And I guarantee you those people that are already on the top page are doing the basic stuff as mm-hmm. described. Like that's, you know, that's having your pages labeled the right way and having good descriptions and having decent content and a page that loads quickly and, yep. you know, some of that. And if you just opened your website, like if it just hit the net, you're not going to rank real high real fast because Google's on to that one too. They like to see that aged a little bit. So if you're thinking about starting a new business and you haven't thought of a name or a domain, maybe go buy one that exists, you know, and there you, you go. So, be careful with that too. I want to make sure you didn't buy one that's been penalized, but there's some ways to search that. Anyway, dude, this goes on and on and on. I'm sure we could talk for about five episodes and then we'll have just scratched the surface. That's I all agree. the time we have today. So I'm going to catch up with you down the road, Kevin. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, thanks. This is great. Thanks for having me. Startup Hustles brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button, then come find us on Instagram. See you next time.